We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Kuralt, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus. Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Hank Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Art Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard. And Jim Reed. And Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam. And greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. For the nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Lightman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Gale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike Ann and Rufus. We were just talking about off, off the air about uh, Charles Osgood. He's, he's 90 or 91 now. And he came, when we went back with CBS in the early 90s, he came down and um, did his uh, the little vignettes that he, he did on the air every morning, uh, originated them from here, with, <clears throat> sent them to, excuse me, CBS. But he... He had his uh, producer with him, and they uh, they had their equipment, and and uh, he had his manual typewriter, and he's sitting there in the newsroom, the desk typing away, and then he went in and voiced them in a studio, and it was fascinating. And uh, he, I bet he was what, a genuinely nice a man, nice, yeah, nice, down to earth, obviously very highly intelligent man. So, what an honor to uh, to meet. Charles Osgood, and to, for for him to to wish uh, the weekend gardener uh, that was for our thirtieth anniversary that wow. he 
that he did that. And, and uh, gosh, I guess, well, next week is uh, kind of the time we've pinpointed that, uh, f- that we started the Weekend Gardener, Irv and me. So uh, this, this month, we wow. started the 38th year. So uh, we're getting close to 40 years. Be here before you know it. Wow. Ooh, that, so cool. that year will be my 50th anniversary at WPTF, my 50th wedding anniversary. Wow. And the, uh, the 40th anniversary of the Weekend Gardener. So, uh, Lord, keep me in one piece and let me stay here <laughs> for another couple of years. Maybe 2025 be a big year. Oh, absolutely. We'll have to celebrate somehow. Well, with that, it's, well, let's, well, let's, let's get some sweet potato vodka. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, let's see the Cliff Joyner saying of the day. Yeah, we'll have to bring Cliff Joyner up here for, yeah. for the. <laughs> and encourage yourself, believe in yourself. Yeah. And love yourself. Never doubt who you are. Yeah. That's, that's pretty wise that's stuff. A, who said that? Well, that Did was Cliff somebody named Stephanie Lehart. I don't know, <laughs> I don't Stephanie. know who Stephanie is, but good for her. Yeah. Kim, uh, you doing okay? I'm good. All right, so let's pick up as uh, Nelson. You want to, or Rufus? You want to um, contribute? So anything? the um, the plant, I did look it up. I mean, it's called North Pole. Um, okay. So that's an arborvita that will grow very fast and only gets to about 15 feet. And Kim's an Ashburn. and she wants a to, uh, what we used to call a blind or a, a blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something done, and, and preferably not. Just all of one thing. Yeah, you don't want to do that. That's, <laughs> right. It, it's we found that that's a mistake. Yeah, we were saying that. Michael was saying that. Michael was saying that off the air. Yeah. And um, so th- there's lots of g- great choices for your area. Again, I'm not sure if you can handle some width, but uh, there's all kinds oh, yeah. of. We want width. We want it to fill in. <laughs> yeah, okay. but don't plant them too close, now, yeah. Kim. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well so, I'm and- Kim. I'm a great fan of the tiali. Okay. Osmanthus. They they just they, yeah. they grow fifteen twenty feet. Mine are even taller than that. Yeah, maybe on that not yeah. real sunny side, but yeah. um a little further they, down. They say evergreen. They will bloom two or three times a year. Okay. And you can mix that in, and then one of one of my favorites is the Nellie R. Stevens. Is that Nellie R. Stevens Holly? Yeah. On my, I had that on my list. Yeah, that's one of the number one. That's pretty slow growing. Um, to get going to get started. Uh, definitely gets more like twenty five feet. Depends on how bigger. So yeah, you, you you can buy them big. You can, you yeah, can. You don't costly, you don't find them as often as you used to because there's so many more hollies now that yeah, fit the spaces right. that we have. Um, but uh, like I say, I think right when we were going off the air, I was mentioning Chindo viburnum. Yes, um, that's a, that's a pretty good one. What about camellias? Did you mention camellias? I didn't. You could do some of the fall-blooming camellias. Again, I wouldn't put them where they're in that full hot baking sun yeah. right. uh, away from water, but, um, you know, maybe further down along with, you know, tea olives. Um, but the Iliagnus, the wax myrtles, the North Pole, um, Arbovita, um, you know. What about magnolias? It's probably going to, because I think she said she needs it under 20 feet. Isn't that what you said? Well, I mean, it can get taller, but I'd want it to, you know, ideally it would grow to be at least 20 feet. So you can get some of the, the slower growing and, and yeah, more like, diminutive. Yeah, the teddy bear magnolia, yeah. little gem magnolia. Okay. Um, those are nice uh, diversity 
Um, the NC State and Carolina both have – I know have Boshamer Stadium. I hadn't been there in a while, the, mm. the baseball stadium. They have a, a huge barrier of magnolias, the full size of the uh, southern magnolias. And on Western Boulevard, oh. NC mm-hmm. State has a bunch of familiar them. familiar with that. Yeah. So that's uh, certainly something you can – Consider. Yeah, former former Lieutenant Governor Bob Jordan had a lot to do with that, told me one time, of seeing if those magnolias were planted there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, it, it certainly makes a barrier. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, and they okay, like... well, thank you for all of your suggestions. Um, well, thank you very much for calling. Absolutely. Well, I, I've, I had my place was ringed for a while with those doggone things the city told you to take down. Well, the city's going to pay to take them down. That's the best part. Oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Good for Ashborough. I, uh, I wish I could get a deal like that for the rest of mine. (laughs) I have a, um, a farm over in Julian and, um, I, I had, these were, these were Leland Cypress that I took from six inch, eight inch cuttings, um, back in the mid eighties. And so those two had gotten up to 40 feet and pretty wide and just some of them had some um, dying out and just, you know, the inevitable was was going to happen. So just this past winter, I had um, three, four of them taken down. And boy, the trunks, I mean, I could have made a table out of the, mm. you know, uh, the, the bottom core uh, trunk. Sure. So, but um, sure. they sure, like- certainly served their purpose for, for a good while. Oh, absolutely. Sure. They really screened me from the street. Last question, is it too late to put in shrubbery? Not at all. Oh, no, no. As long as the ground is not saturated or frozen, you are in good shape. So if I got something in by, well, and I'm thinking about the heat for the summer. Yeah, the sooner the better. The sooner, exactly. That's what I'm thinking, too. Okay, all right. Thank you so much for your suggestion. Well, thank you for taking the time to call us, Kim, and thanks for listening. Okay, bye. Bye. Richard is in Raleigh. Richard, how are you today? Uh, good morning. Just wanted to weigh in on the uh, bamboo. Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you want to deal with that, Richard. Well, I don't. I have no choice. I have to deal with it every year. Oh, Richard, you don't have bamboo, do you? Well, uh, it's not. It wasn't uh, my design or uh, intention. But it's it was the neighbor's proliferation. Uh, oh yeah, we've we've had a a neighbor's call and it involved lawsuits and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rufus uh, decided uh, that he wanted to keep his license and he didn't want to <laughs> he didn't want to weigh in on the air about that. So, well, uh, what I've had to do is uh, every year the the neighbor's roots invade uh, where I used to have my. Uh, Ligustrums. I used mm. to have a nice uh, multi-layered boundary of uh, ligustrum and then the uh, nandinas. So I've had to create a, about a four-foot kill zone. That uh, what I'll do is I've got one of these uh, infantrymen's pickaxes, which is a really great garden tool. It's real versatile, and uh, so. Uh, I'll patrol that and then dig up the roots. And if the roots on my side, it's my root. So uh, then I'll use the glyphos, uh, glyco, uh, the Roundup product, and uh, paint it 
and uh, that usually dispenses with it for a while. So why did your neighbor plant this? Well, Or have you had any discussions with said party? We've had discussions about it, but uh, 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 there was a movie called The The Nutty Professor, Uh and I'll leave it at Nutty Professor. Right, okay. Uh, a good soul, but a nutty professor. Right, yeah. A little quirky, and, uh, huh? That's fine, yeah. Yeah, so that's how I, I usually deal with it. And uh, but, uh, the other question I had was, uh, well, I've got a bunch of uh, daylilies that uh, I've been too slack to separate, and uh, they don't really bloom anymore. So when you have bulbs that... Uh, grow uh, but don't bloom I, I think that's a soil nutrition problem well they get they get crowded and that happens to iris and daffodils and a lot of lot of bulb plants uh nelson what's a solution for that yeah i mean i think if you were to divide them thin them out making sure they're getting full sun work in some more rich soil um give them a little bit of slow release fertilizer i think you could see some life back in them Okay. Okay. Great. And uh, well, you know, there's a a really crazy uh, Irish daffodil variety. It's actually called a daffodil. <laughs> but uh, well, is that the best you got this morning, Richard? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, well, it's, uh, interesting. I was looking through my uh, little library at the house in Moorhead, and I had the notebooks of Leonardo da Vinci, which uh, actually they had a. He wrote a whole book on water, and then uh, he, one of his books was on uh, botany for artists. He's going to have everything uh, mathematically perfect. Oh wow! And one of the, his observations uh, were that the sum total of all the branches. Uh, the tree is equal to the uh, trunk diameter and instead of branches he called them uh, ramifications <laughs> good so, gracious so i suppose uh, if you're uh, in the botany department at uh, carolina or the the law school or the athletic department uh, you're being taught ramifications i suppose so i don't know i'm sorry rufus isn't in here he uh, oh, had to step out for a for a call, but um, it's uh, I'm, I'm sure he would weigh in on this. Oh yeah, well, it, well, you can always repeat. He it. understands as a lawyer. He understands and a politician. He understands ramifications. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, uh, that, that's about all I had to weigh in on today. And time to go out and patronize all those great sponsors. Amen, brother Richard. Thank you so much. Y'all have my a great friend. one. You too. Bye. All right, 919-860-9783. More of The Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 1025. Zipping right through this show. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. I guess they got some 
some uh, snow up in the mountains, Rufus. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I spoke with my nephew, and he said lots of snow. Good. And uh, uh, they've been fascinated here with the, the weather people. I see with a little <laughs> a couple sprinkles here and there. Yeah. Well, when you well, we got to take what we're given. <laughs> you know, we didn't get a lot of snow. When so. you grew up where I did, you yeah, you saw a lot of snow. Right, it's not a big deal. And well, it was pretty bad if you lived on a farm, and because snow melts and makes a mess. And uh, well, it's hard trudging through the snow too. Prior to the prior to the ski slopes, we we didn't welcome it all that much. I remember putting on uh, long before they had snow snow tire. It's snowing in Boone right now. Mm-hmm. You had you put chains on. There's oh, yeah. uh, downtown uh, King yeah. Street. It's, At good old King Street. It's snowing. How about that? Yeah. And they've you can tell that they've had a little bit of snow. But uh, the street's pretty clear. Everybody's out and about this morning. What a nice nice place that would be to uh, have a have a good meal. I'm sure there are plenty of people out there skiing. Oh, that this would be morning, fun. and uh, oh, I just love that. Yeah, if you uh, <clears throat> that wonderful Daniel Boone in there. Oh yeah, give me some fried chicken. Well, let me tell you what. <sighs> Put that out there. That fried chicken, that country cured ham, those biscuits, that gravy. Mm. You talk about a breakfast, Nelson. Now they mm. put you one on there. I bet they would. I don't think I've eaten breakfast there. I've had lunch yeah. or dinner. <clears throat> That was well, we, by see, a, see, when I was growing up, lunch <laughs> lunch was dinner, and absolutely, and right. then around six o'clock or so it was supper. Supper, supper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it, my mother from Franklin County said supper. So, yeah. So that's that's the that's the way we we work. But now that I'm sophisticated, uh-huh. and living <laughs> in Raleigh for the last fifty years, I say lunch mm. and dinner. So I've I've got to revert back to my well. That would be childhood. more in tune with the, your your teachings of a certain <laughs> club. Well, that's true. Yeah, just call it chow. Yeah. So uh, Nelsa, we got a few minutes for news pruning. Mm-hmm. Uh, what should we be pruning right now? Well, so um, fruit trees um, should be. You know, like your peaches and and apples and such, um, they're going to have um, less bleeding grapevines. Um, so it, now that they're relatively 100% dormant, we've had some good cold weather. Uh, now is the time to tackle and prune those. Um, so grapes and, like I say, fruit trees and such. Um, if you have evergreens, um, <coughs> bless, bless you. you. Good name. You That's have right. evergreens um, that need some some tweaking. Certainly, you can do do some uh, pruning now, uh, up to a third. Um, but you have to be careful with blooming plants that are evergreen that bloom in the spring. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. Which most plants that bloom in the spring are going to be deciduous. So you think of your quinces and your forsythias and your viburnums and things like that. Um, but. <coughs> You know, I'm just saying, like like your fall blooming camellias, you can prune those. You certainly wouldn't want to prune your camellia japonicas, but um, you know, any any ornamental grasses, you want to go ahead and 
cut those back and like liriope. Mm-hmm. You could do even liriope as well. Um, well, that's right. If that isn't a grass, that that's a technically. Yep. So, but you know, there there's a lot of cleanup you can do now. I brought in a collection of conifers. It's a great time to add a piece to your landscape that will provide color for you. Um, you know, I brought in Got about King's, 30 seconds. King's Gold, um, Dinger, Japonica, Fat Albert, Raywood, just just some fun stuff. But 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 Fat pre- Albert is a Colorado spruce. That is true. That yeah, is that true. That might be a good hedge plant, so wouldn't it? Blues, golds, yellows. I love um, that. That's very mountain like too, Ruth. Yes, That's, it certainly is. Yeah, I love yep. that. All right. We'll talk to Roxana in Greensboro coming up after the news here on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, it's 10.33. You're listening to the Weekend Gardener on WPTF. Mike Rayley here along with Rufus Edmonston and Nelsa Cox, owner of the Garden Hut in Fuquay, Verena, which is open today until 5. Roxana is in Greensboro. Good morning, Roxana. Yes, good, good morning. How are you folks doing? We are wonderful. Thank you for calling. Yes, uh, just a quick question. Uh-huh. I know I've probably missed the best time to plant them, but I, I need a barrier between my neighbor and my my property and their property. But we get along; it's it's not that. But it's uh, I would like something kind of like a, a evergreen. And I kind of missed what the person was talking about before you went on your break. How I think that's the third call how, we've had. How tall do you want this barrier width and height to get? Maybe about seven feet. Um, so more of a hedge. Yes, a, kind of a hedge. But I've seen, um, I mean, I'm not looking for a Leland Cypress type thing. No, you don't want that. Either. <laughs> you don't you want better that. not. You don't want that trouble. No, don't want that. That's all over Bryant Boulevard here in Greensboro. And when they first planted them, they're beautiful. I know. And they do start dying out. But yeah. um, just something, a small, some type of a cypress. Or uh, a a phrase, not a Fraser, but what is it called? A, a spruce with a small, uh, like a well, a combination like of, of things is what we we normally recommend. Yeah, I mean the spruces are uh, do very well in Greensboro. They're very very slow growing, therefore they're very very expensive. Um, is this a full sun area or is there shade? No, this is this is going to be on the north side. Yes, it's a shade from a, a crepe myrtle. But other than that, it's kind of wide open. I'm the one who called months back. I had to cut my crepe myrtle down, which was like 40 years old, but it was on top of my septic. Right. Oh, yeah. So so you're saying it's on the north side, and it's shady or it's sunny? It's shady? Well, both. Both. So do you get east east and west sun? You get morning and Uh, and afternoon sun? Okay. That's correct. Did you say six? You want to know taller than... Six feet, seven feet, something yeah, like I, that. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with camellias then. You could you could do camellias. Um, that would be fine. Yeah, that'd be pretty. Um, is this something that you? I mean, you said you wanted something kind of conifer, cedar right? There's cedar like. Yeah. Um, there's a dinger cryptomeria. Uh, there's lots of Japanese cedars um, that will stay in that six to eight foot range. Um, so I would recommend even something like that. Uh, there's a, a 
gosh, I can think it's called Gaia Kuru, Cryptomeria, um, just the, some of the dwarf Japanese cedars. Um, I know there's a, a couple great garden centers in your area that you could go to. Guilford Garden Center. I, Guilford I Garden Center would be great. Um, New yeah, Garden would be great. There also there's um, there's a a yellow um, plant uh, called King's Gold um, that probably would do pretty well getting in that six to eight foot range. Uh, so that's kind of a gold color. Not you you would need at least a good five hours of sunlight for it to have that pretty gold color. Okay. <clears throat> but like I say, some of the Japanese cedars would do well for you if you're looking for that that conifer. Um, cedar type look there there are also um some arbovitas that that would stay in that that range so that's what i would suggest is go to go to one of the garden centers how far would you plant that there could be there would be space in between them or like yeah that's very important yeah it it depends on which plants you choose um probably most of them are going to be somewhere between four and six foot apart just depending on which which type you print uh you select yeah so am i planning the wrong time if i go toward like march or april it should no, I, you, it's not the wrong time it just you may have to do a little more effort with watering through the summer yeah okay, okay. as opposed to planting in the and fall what, what part of greensboro what side of greensboro are you on I, I live in uh, northwest, five miles northwest of Guilford College. Okay. Oh, you're up toward Oak, Oak Ridge. Yeah, so you're yeah, near. That's correct. You're closer that's to New Garden, probably. Yes. Yeah. Boy, okay. I'll tell you, when I was in school at Oak Ridge back in the market. '60s, it, it that was the coldest place. Of course, they'd uh, they'd call us out Thank in you. drills <laughs> at. Uh, Where well, you should have put something on besides your underwear. Two at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we didn't have any choice. <laughs> two o'clock in the morning, they'd they'd run you out there. Just as a, you know. Were you at the academy? I was. I loved it. I, I graduated from there. Well, I live very close there, 68. Yes, ma'am. And the old mill, do you remember that? You sure. Is that still there? Are they oh, making? Absolutely. They making, uh, that's a business, isn't it? They make yes, uh, cornmeal and yeah. stuff. Yes. It's, yeah. it's, uh, that's really know. grown up there. That, oh, boy, I'll tell you that totally area. Several businesses <clears throat> at Oak Island and Southport that, that carry Guilford's cornmeal and stuff yeah. yeah yes grits well i appreciate it yeah i got in a fight uh near stoneville one night uh at uh football field we were playing stoneville i believe in football yeah that's a that's it's a wild good. area up there <laughs> rough it, it rough is. boys <laughs> by the way yeah, speaking of, of of hedges I, I i thought of one a japanese you uh would give you the evergreen uh that's not going to fill in a lot, though, is it? Yeah, pretty well. It will? These new ones. Oh, okay. Yes, I have looked at those. You did They're the, really the, interesting-looking plants. The faults used would be probably more hardy than the podocarpus. So somebody will, you know, that's real expert would have to plant those because they'd be pretty deep, would they not? Uh, you just plant in the depth of the root ball. Yeah, for, okay. for, for any most any plant. Some mm-hmm. you plant a little higher than that, like the Daphne, for instance. But... yeah you don't want to plant it you don't want to plant anything too deeply or too close together right or either just put up a fence (laughs) well yeah you could do that but (laughs) yeah it's just cheaper you got to paint you got to paint the fence you got to keep it repaired and keep some fool from running over it yeah and it just is not as pretty as that's true i agree 
And and y'all, a little quick thing, y'all were talking about Boone and up there at the the restaurant. My mind's just completely. Daniel Boone, Daniel Boone Restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, been up there many times. And when uh, Rufus was talking about all the good gravy and this and that, then I thought, well, wonder if they have a map to the hospital. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, they're, they're, they're very close, too. Yeah, that's well, right. You know, you're eating all this good country cooking. That's There's right. Yeah, it, it's very that, close to the hospital. Know, every Everything yeah, in moderation, and you, you'll be all right, Roxanne. But uh, well, I wish them well. It's beautiful up there. It is, and it's snowing right now. I'm looking at King Street. Oh, wow. Did you go to high school in Greensboro? I did. I went to Guilford High School. Guilford, okay. It's called Western Guilford now, but that was um, 64, and I I worked for Extension Service for 16 years. Oh, okay. Good for you. That's some smart people at the Guilford uh, Extension Service. Oh, they are. uh, I was a secretary, so I worked with... Andy Boyd and Ross Williams, and I think Ross. I know Ross Williams. Who was the young lady who was on uh, Almanac Garden? Karen McNeil, maybe. Yeah, McNeil. yeah, pretty lady, and she sure is smart. Yeah, she she really is, and I think she she retired. So a lot yeah. of folks have retired with my right. group, but yeah. uh, it was a joy to work there. It really, truly was. Met a lot of great people. Well, it's an honor to talk to you, Roxanne. I I appreciate well, you calling us from Greensboro and so close to Oak Ridge. Did you ever yeah, remember sure. Bob Jamison, Coach Bob Jamison? I do. I certainly do. Well, I, for a senior, I believe. Okay. I I swam for him. Oh. Uh, gosh, for probably four or five years is when I was exactly. a kid. I went to Southeast, but you know I'd go over there to Grimsley and Smith and yes, mainly Grimsley and swim. Yeah. Yes, that is, it, he was very famous. Yeah, and I think he taught my mama how to drive. She went to Ragsdale, Jamestown. She went to Jamestown, and my dad went to Grimsley or Greensboro. Uh Yeah. Well, Well, Roxanne, you 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 didn't know this, but several months ago, uh, Nelson saved some lives down at the coast. She is she's uh, still swims pretty well. And uh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. She uh, sure did. Definitely saved two lives by knowing how to do it. Undertow. A mean old undertow. Yeah. Well, that's absolutely wonderful. I that know. That truly is. Well, Roxana, please call us again. I shall. Thank you all so much. You all have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. By Ste- the way, uh, you speak of your alma mater. Yeah. I, I've spoken with the, the president of Oak Ridge, and we're going to do a scholarship there from the super kids. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. I, I just... Um, you know, my my dad had had uh, passed away early in life, and I was just a you know a kid, and my mother got very sick, and so I I went off to to live with relatives, and then uh, I I got into Oak Ridge. I'd wanted to go to a military school. I know it sounds crazy, yeah, but um, and you know, a lot of people don't don't last very long. You get in there and it's uh, it's scary. You you're you're scrubbing floors. People are yelling at you, and you're a little kid. But I loved it. I thrived on it. I thrived on it, and I, I uh, count my blessings for being able to go to school there. Yeah, our friend Billy Jurgen, as you know, was the the head of the institution for a while. He uh, yeah, but it uh, yeah, one of the best things one of the best things that uh, ever happened to me was. Be able to go there. It really helped. 
So uh, Steve is in Garner. Steve, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hey, uh, that guy with the daylily, if he's still listening, uh, more than likely what he's done is he's buried the, the, the uh, rhizome too deep. Yep. Probably needs to lift that up, uh, put some cow manure in the hole, and make sure that the corm on the top of the uh, plant at the well, that the base of the plant is above ground. Um, usually, that is one of the things that keeps them from blooming. Is if they're planted too deep. Yeah, and we tend to do that with a lot of things. Uh, so, if he could just uh, whatever he's done with those that he divided, just lift them up. Redo the hole with some cow manure, and uh, don't put any fertilizer in it, just cow manure, and plant it with the corum above ground. It should bloom this spring. All right. Well, Steve, thank you for, for that tip. Sure enough. All righty. Call in and let you guys, uh, well. Yeah, we're about to wind things up almost. Hi. Yeah. We're listening to you. Thank you, sir. All right. Yeah, uh, we we do, uh, Nelson, tend to plant things a little little too deeply. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the worst thing about uh, this person is that I can't get a thing out of my bearded iris. I went over there and looked at them. <laughs> they were six inches deep. out of the ground. I said, yeah. no wonder. And you you plant something. <laughs> You're not planting sweet potatoes. <laughs> you, yeah. if, you, if you plant a shrub or a tree, for instance, too deeply, and it, I mean, it's just – if it survives, it's not going to grow. I mean, it's just not going to grow very well. It's just going to be very slow growing, um, and you're going to wonder what 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 you did wrong. Well, you need to dig it back up and and plant it properly. So I have a rule on camellias, hydrangeas. Leave an inch of, an inch of it above the soil level. That sounds Is good. That to me. about right, Nelson? Yep, absolutely. Bring the soil to it. It's so going to sink a little wood. bit anyway. Yeah, and and plant a plant a daphne on top of the ground. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Just set it there. Let's just leave it. Leave it. Be. Dump a bag of permatil around it. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to smell this one again. It may be the last time I smell one. <laughs> now you you what did you say? It ta- it smelled like Fruit Loops to you? Oh, so it I, is. It's I wonderful. Think, I think it's just kind of a lemony fragrance. Lemony, fruity, loopy. Yeah. I brought. I was on with a morning morning guy uh, on Friday morning, and he, uh, I brought in a show and tell. I should have brought some in this morning. The winter, yeah. winter sweet. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, he he was blown away with with the fragrance uh. of that. And so uh, you know it's it's uh, it's just so many things this time of year. The plants are trying to yeah. attract whatever. Well, pollinator might be out there yeah well i'm going to bring up a couple things one we didn't really get to finish talking about pruning but um you know it, it, a lot of people are under the impression you need to prune crepe myrtles right so uh that needs yeah. to be dealt with very selectively um you do not want to top them 
um, and you're just trying to get interior cross branches, you can do that on any of your ornamentals, ornamental cherries, um, dogwoods, um, especially crepe myrtles. You want to improve airflow. So there's a lot that you can do with pruning um, this time of year. The second thing I wanted to bring up is being winter. Not everyone um, enjoys the colder weather or being outside, but um, you know we we find that. Uh, you know kind of a, a niche it's really a year-round niche but people love houseplants and there's so many great varieties and and um, offerings out there now than than what there used to be so we really have fun with our houseplants um, you know we we pretty much getting in a load every week I know the girls um, sold a lot of stuff while we were gone so we we're looking forward to more coming next week but this morning I was able to to pluck and pick lots of the the Birkin uh, philodendron and the the beautiful purple calithia, several of the Chinese evergreens, which are great uh, oxygenators, but very easy to care for. What, um, what did you tell me and show me that was is so popular? The Birkin amongst the young yeah. kids, the Birkin philodendron. Um, I also brought the sweetheart uh, philodendron, which looks a lot like the pathos. This one's variegated. And Hoy- easy to grow. Easy to grow. Succulents. We do tons of succulents. Um, Hoyas. Hoyas are really fun, too. They're very waxy. They're sort of like a succulent. They need very little water. Um, of course, we, we talked about the um, the Sansevieria's, the mother-in-law tongues. There's all kinds of ferns, bird nest ferns. But uh, I just think that house plants, something green, something you can um, enjoy in your home. <coughs> Certainly, there are seasonables uh, for house plants as well. I'm sure pretty soon we'll start seeing more potted tulips. And amaryllis are still fun. If you can still find some, I mean, oh, my goodness, I just love to have amaryllis uh, blooming in, in the home. Um, and at our stores, so those those are fun things. And you can plant them outside too. And you could, and you can plant them outside when the weather warms. And it's not too late to get some crocus and and bulbs uh, in the ground. And right. you know, if a lot of people's container gardens got fried during that cold, then you know today's uh, I mean, it's not the warmest day, but we're going to have some pretty weather this week. Um, you know, throw some you know a, a six pack or ten pack of tulips in your container garden, six inches down, and then come get some uh, fresh pansies and top that but um, it's just a great time to put pops of color uh, the winter color to me is so exciting it's so vibrant it is and fragrant. i love the winter the little violas landscape. and the pansies so um it's it's a great time to to do um you know i don't want to say gardening in your house but um to um you know have house plants and they help clean the air and you breathe better and uh, just it's just a, a fun thing to have um, in your house. Mm-hmm. Great to get kids started on it. Get them a little succulent. Oh, Wonderful we, uh, idea. Joe the Bouncer asks you. Uh, <laughs> he has a problem with his sky pencils. Uh, little honey. bugs damage uh, dieback substantial. Any. Something well, that's another plant similar, that similar? does not like to be planted deep, um, and it needs very good drainage, or you'll get root rot. Um, you know, occasionally you could have a branch that blistered from cold or whatever, but um, cut any black dying uh, back and, um, you know, make he sure wants it's... A, he wants a substitute for them. So uh, something like a, a vertical emerald arborvita or a jantar arborvita. I mean, there's there's all kinds of cute little vertical plants, depending if it's shade or sun. 
Um, you could do the fastigiata, the upright U. Uh, it's a false U. Um, that that I highly recommend. If if it's a shady area, you could do the dwarf curly leaf ligustrum. That's a very vertical yeah. upright. So you there, said there's it's all shade. kinds. Yeah, yeah. You said it's shade. Yeah. So the 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 fastigiata U or the dwarf curly leaf ligustrum would both be be good. There's nothing worse than a false U. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you, you, you. <laughs> you know, each season brings a, a different challenge for health and safety of your uh, car, SUV, truck, and who uh, in wintertime, uh, you know, all kinds of problems can crop up. King's Auto Service believes that you ought to be proactive with your maintenance. means uh, nip it in the bud. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, Barney. That's right. So uh, maintenance is a, is a great idea. It may be foreign term to you, but it's a great idea. Uh, uh, you know, stop it before it happens. Yeah, hot weather, cold weather, doesn't matter. So the best way to handle this is to take it to King's Auto Service, let them give it a once-over. And uh, if you have belts, hoses, fluid levels that need to be checked, you ought to get that done. Tread depth on your tires, good gracious, please make sure that you have good tread depth uh, because it's hard enough to stop a car if, you're, uh, if you have good tires. And uh, King's Auto Service can uh, help you with all kinds of preparation. They can fix most anything if, uh, if it comes to that. But a lot of things, a lot of things can be uh, prevented, a lot of problems, by just a little maintenance. And uh, if you have a hybrid vehicle, a lot of people do, then they have certified hybrid technicians at King's, and they're ready to diagnose and give you available options uh, for a high-voltage battery pack replacement. Uh, and it, it will come to that if you keep the vehicle long enough. And they can uh, do a, a courtesy battery analysis on your vehicle and they have battery packs that uh, replacements that are less than the dealer will charge for a replacement also if you've uh, heard about the the catalytic converters being stolen from from cars and it just happens in a flash they have uh, figured out a way at kings to prevent this with the installation of a cat shield it's a it's a plate that goes over specially made to go over and this is a whole lot less expensive to do this this prevention rather than trying to replace a catalytic converter which could cost you three thousand dollars or so go to king's auto service call them on monday set it all up you can also go to king's correct lube right there at 1039 northwest street in downtown raleigh and at kingautomotive.net king's auto service Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. Uh, 1055, and Carl is in Apex. Carl, good morning, you're on WPTF. Hi. Hi there. Uh, Carl from uh, Southern Oregon out here to North Carolina. My son moved out here. We've been here two and a half years. Well, wonderful. I have a uh, oak leaf hydrangea that I planted on this property. It's on the east side of the house in a little cove there. It's real hot in the summer, and and it stays quite warm there. I that all through the earlier freezes, there was the plant did not get hurt during this deep freeze. Here, I put a canvas over it, and then finally took it off. And the leaves are not hurt at all. It looks like it's the middle of the summer. Now, uh, 
uh, we've got cold coming tonight here. What I'm trying to figure out, should I, uh, does that plant need to go through a harsh period to recognize that it's in the real world, or is it? Uh, I mean, if it's an oak leaf hydrangea, it shouldn't have leaves on it now, so it must be protected, but you, you shouldn't have to protect it. It should be pretty tough as long as it's getting good drainage. Yeah, it gets, gets good drainage, but I think, uh, see, there's brick wall around three sides of it, about two feet off the ground, so they must be getting some protection there, but the leaves do not, are not even a little bit, are they harmed. They look just as strong and whatever as you can imagine. Wow. Yeah, sounds like a good area for it. Yeah. Wow, well, that's, that's yeah, but the other side, the summer, well, last summer when it was still in its first year, it got that hot morning sun would really, you know, wilt it. And so I kept that going. Hopefully this summer it'll be a little bit better. But I was wondering, uh, I've got a little super plant here or whatever. My daughter-in-law's, uh, their leaves are all off, but this has not been harmed at all. So this cold tonight, I'll just leave it uncovered and, and let nature take it. Absolutely. It's being protected for something. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't you don't want to get get it used to being pampered too much. No. Uh, yeah, they're, they're a very tolerable plant anyway. Yeah, yeah, real good. Oh, uh, silver leaf. I don't have time to talk about it now, but you talking about stuff for a border on a fence or whatever of uh, the neighbors. The silver leaf I have here is about thirty feet tall and thirty feet wide, and it just it's just on halfway to the moon. Uh, it's going to be a challenge to cut that back. And what I was wondering, is that eventually going to stop growing? Is it going to- <laughs> <laughs> well, thank Jackie the Beanstalk. Jackie the Beanstalk. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. So, And it has a Hawaiian flower. What's the Hawaiian flower that's growing on it now? That, uh, uh, what's the, um, did, did, is he talking about the Iliagnus? No. I don't uh, know. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, the silver leaf. I think so, yeah. 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 That's that's uh, what so it sounds now, like. Uh, is that going to stop growing? You said well, it's 30 feet tall? Yes, and wide. And it just, it's just a big, huge bush that just keeps going. It's in, a, it's in a low area, so it stays wetter than the rest of the yard. It's just... Uh, yeah, they used to have some real big ones out on, on the belt line. That so, were, so, like, if you flipped a leaf over, it has the little scaly backside to it, kind of flaky. Yeah, sort of. And it does look like a silver... Uh, you know, like, uh, yeah, I mean, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's probably what it is. So it, ha- it gets the little red fruit that it's kind of sweet, actually, but birds like it and like the habitat in it. Has good yeah. fragrance, too, for the flowers. Yes. That's- yeah. And this past uh, summer, we noticed uh, the neighbor knows where they came from. Uh, I should have had it written down. Uh, there's a uh, there's a flower that would be uh we only got about 20 seconds uh yeah so anyhow i'll revisit that next week somehow yeah i wish you'd call us back yeah i've been gonna call you folks but i never quite got the number and then today in that first hour you said it off enough to okay i got this number all right well i'll try to say it more often next week i know you guys do fine enjoy listening thank you carl I, i'm sorry jc Knowles didn't call we had a request for jc to call this morning but we didn't no. out there so uh maybe jc will call next week uh nelson thank you so much go to the garden hut fuqua verena and brother rufus i'll see you next week all right we'll be appearing uh tuesday tonight at the at the museum of history at 5 30 for a, a lecture on watergate lock society we'll be back next week